Do not confuse this with treatment or mental health advice or direction. Nothing on this podcast is made to supplement or supersede the relationship and direction of your mental health caretakers. Although David Kozlowski is a licensed marriage and family therapist, he is not functioning as a certified mental health professional in this environment. But same applies to any professionals who may appear on the Light the Fight podcast. everybody, welcome to another episode of Light the Fight. I'm your host, David, and I'm riding solo. I'm flying the ship solo today. So uh, I figured I'd just jump right into it, because normally we get, you know, some good banter back and forth, some light humor. Well, at least I think it's humorous. You may not think it. If you're one of those people who just fast-forwards to the good stuff, luckily for you, you don't have to fast-forward today, because I'm going to jump right into it. Just as soon as I tell you, go get 1-800-CONTACTS. Go check out Lingo Eyewear, www.liingoeyewear.com. Use backslash light the fight. And what it'll do is it'll give you $30 off your first order by using uh, code light the fight, the full, full wording, full terminology, light the fight, and you'll get $30 off your very first order. Glasses are dope. I got them. In fact, I should probably put mine on right now. Anyways, and big shout out to 1-800-CONTACTS for being our sponsor, for helping us uh, just get through this whole entire thing and also supporting us with all their great um, just staff and everybody there that's helping us with not just our eyes, but also with our community because they sponsor lots of things we do in the community. So big shout out to 1-800-CONTACTS. So um, getting to the topic for today. So this one's coming hot off the press. And I just spoke to a couple different families about this today. Don't worry, you families that I spoke to, because I know you'll probably be listening to this episode when it comes out. I'm not going to give any information away that it's about you, but you're going to know. Okay, You'll know it's about you. So today's topic, uh, I'm titling Religion versus Reality. So it's been a little while since we've done uh, a topic here on Light the Fight about how to handle situations. Now, what I'm referring to is situations with you being a parent that has a strong religious faith, background, morals, um, expectations that you follow. And of course, like any good parent, you're going to want to guide and direct your kids in the same direction as you. Because one, it's a good standard. It's a good way of living. It's worked for you. And also, you feel that it's going to provide all different sorts of safety and security for your kids. Here in Utah, the predominant religion um, is without a doubt the LDS. So, the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints religion, otherwise known as Mormons. And, um, you know, in other places that I used to work and live in, you know, there's other religions. And here there's other religions. But mostly when I'm talking to families, we're referring to the LDS faith and struggles that they have sometimes, when I say they, meaning the families I work with, that they have at times with getting their kids to follow the preachings of the religion, to... Uh, just really go along with it, um, whether it be the the standards, the morals, what have you. And this can pretty intensely become quite a confrontation and can cause a lot of debates, arguments, and just can really ruin a lot of relationships between parents and their kids, especially as the kids get older. So I want to take just a few minutes to share some thoughts and, and feelings and some ideas on this. Um, so for example, uh, one of the families I was talking with tonight, um, they were talking to me about some things that 
their child has been wanting to wear recently. And the clothing and, you know, say spring outside, summertime's coming around the corner. And before you know it, people are going to be at the pool, at the lake. If you're where I'm from, San Diego, at the ocean, um, at the beach. And I don't know if you've been paying attention lately, but in recent years, uh, specifically with women's uh, bikini attire, um, even young women's, even into teenagers, there's definitely been a trend of it's becoming a lot more popular for women and young women to wear a type of bikini that, um, let's put it this way, doesn't leave a lot for the imagination. It's a type of bikini that some people refer to as a thong, a G-string. And I'll be honest with you, it was a little shocking to me um, in recent years when I go back to San Diego. I grew up on the beach, you know, bikinis all year round. You know, I mean, I'd see bikinis, I'd wear, you know, board shorts and trunks. And uh, there's definitely been a, 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 f- a phase of fashion going around where guys' shorts are getting shorter and girls' bikinis are getting smaller. Now, fashion comes and goes. I, I remember there's a time in the 80s and stuff where guys' shorts were really short and then it went to being long and baggy and now it's going back to being short again. Um, with girls, though, however, something that's been um, pretty obvious to me is that in recent years, more and more girls, when I go home to the beach, are wearing G-string, thong-type bikinis. In fact, so much that I'm even seeing younger teenage girls wear them, which it was very uncommon. When I was growing up in the 90s, I would, you know, in the late 80s and 90s, I would see a girl every now and then, a woman every now and then, wear a G-string or thong bikini. And it would usually come along with an accent. You'd overhear them saying, you know, they're from Brazil, they're from France, you know, and okay, they're from foreigners, they're from a different country. It usually mean they're from a different country. Now it's pretty much just, you know, a very common standard. So I was speaking with a family today and they shared with me that their daughter uh, has been, you know, sneaking around, buying some bikinis online. Then they'll see it and they go, oh, what are you doing? And then They try to work with her and they buy her new bikinis that aren't um, thongs or G-strings or what they call the Rio cut where it's kind of like scrunched in the back. By the way, if Heidi was here, she'd be going, oh no, she'd be all, I'm just getting straight with you guys because I'm introducing you guys to my world. If you don't have teenagers and this is an uncomfortable conversation for you, I don't know what to tell you. I'm sorry. This is just reality, right? Hence the name of this religion versus reality. So there's like three main provocative bikini bottoms out there. There's the thong, there's a G-string, and then there's the Rio cut. The Rio cut is more the scrunchie in the back where it looks like a bikini but can easily slip into a thong type, you know, G-string type bikini. If you're wondering how I know so much about this, I counsel lots of people. I have a wife. Like, I'm, I'm, I keep my ear to the street. I know what's going on, okay? I, I got to know what's going on. So in this family, they told me that, yeah, their daughter wants to wear, you know, maybe not the the most provocative one, which is the G-string, but wants to wear the other two or the ones that are on the edge of those other two. And of course, with their religion, with their morals, they're like, hey, we don't want her to wear this. And she's, you know, junior in high school now. She's at the point where they can't stop her. They don't want to ruin the relationship back and forth with her because she's not doing anything else that's causing them concern or worry. She's not being promiscuous. Um, she's not, you know, you know, doing drugs. She's not doing things that, um, that would cause there to be lots of other worries. It's just the thing about 
certain dresses for dances. And if you're a parent out there that your kids are, you know, going to high school dances now, you'll probably see that trend also showing up in the dress style, the high slit dresses all the way up to the waistline, very open in the front. Um, again, just, you know, very provocative in the traditional sense, not, uh, you know, Mormon approved by any stretch of the imagination. And so I was talking with this family and they're like, what do we do? Like we, you know, this constant fighting, we don't want our daughter to hide behind, you know, to lie and hide this. She's getting older. We know, you know, less than a couple of years, she'll, you know, choose whatever she wants. There's nothing we can say about it. Um, but they see that it's really affecting what we're working on with her and them, which is a partnership. And so after a discussion and I shared with them, you know, you know, different feelings and thoughts about other people I worked with, we came to the conclusion that their religious beliefs, their morals and the things that they want their daughter to do has been instilled in their daughter from a very young age. There's not anything more that they could say to their daughter that would shock their daughter. In fact, when they tell her that they don't want her to wear certain things, it's not like she's like, oh my gosh, I had no idea that you guys didn't like that type of clothing or, you know, this type of bikini. She's very familiar. She's very aware of their thoughts, feelings, beliefs, and opinions on her clothing. They've given her the lectures. Um, the dad admittedly has, has, you know, been like, fine, then go ahead and whatever you want, you know, and, and basically drawn a line in the sand to make the daughter feel like if you wear that bikini, I can't love you. I don't love you. You're a disappointment. If you don't wear that bikini, I can love you again. You're not a disappointment. And I will now again claim you as my daughter. Well, like I said, because of her age, because of all her friends are doing it, they're really at an impasse, not sure how hard they should really, you know, lay down the law of this. And it came to a head recently where there's a topic about her not wanting to go to church. And then it turned into, you know, the bikini situation. Then it turned into the dress she wore to dance recently was not the dress they wanted her to wear. And after this all came about, you know, they said, you know, David, will you please give us a suggestion? Will you please help us navigate this? Now, what I'm about to share with you is something that other families have done, other parents have done. It's it's important to take in consideration. She's a junior in high school. You know, she's finishing up her junior year. Um, she'll be a senior very soon. She goes, hangs out with friends. You know, she'll go to the lake with some of her friends' parents and their boat. You know, she'll be... Wearing a bikini without her parents around. Her parents don't want her to hide it. They don't want to have that type of relationship and they don't want to get in fights and try and control her. So take all those things into consideration and also their strong morals and beliefs and her not, she doesn't really want to go to church. She doesn't hate the church. She's not against the church. She doesn't want to like start a coalition to bring down their religion. She just doesn't have interest in it and that's not her thing. She does go to church. She does try to you know, appease them and go along with it. But sometimes she sleeps in and sometimes she doesn't go at all. So when all this came to a head, they figured that this would be a good opportunity for them to work on their partnership more, evolve their relationship, make it more age appropriate. So what we concluded was that the dad, the mom felt that she was running interference. She was trying to convince the daughter to wear more uh, a bikini that covers herself up more because dad really had a hard time with that. Mom was not born in the religion. Mom later came to the religion. Mom said when she grew up, she wore bikinis, two pieces. Ever since she was really young, her parents didn't care. Where she was at, it wasn't really, it was kind of just a normal thing, you know. And uh, she said dad is the one that was raised in a very strict Mormon household. And 
even though he prides himself on being more understanding and cooler than his parents were, he definitely has a hard time with this one. And rightfully so. I totally understand it. So after we discussed it and talked about it, dad and mom decided to take, you know, my suggestion and consider a different approach because I always tell parents, this is the fail safe. This is the default mechanism. You always want to err on the side of the relationship. Meaning if you're unsure what to do and you're left with two choices, choose the choice that's going to allow there to be room for the relationship to grow and not a choice that's going to shut down communication and conversation. Now, some parents say, well, fine, if I surrender, yeah, I'm choosing how to, you know, help the relationship grow for them, but I'm not being honest. I'm, you know, just kind of surrendering and it makes me resentful or it makes me feel like they get everything that they want and, you know, it doesn't matter what I want. Well, in, in this situation, the parents have been working with me for a while and they realize that, you know, w what are their options? And as I said before, they don't want to go down confrontation and control. So what they did was they came up with an idea. Now, this may not be the idea for your guys' situation, but this is an example with the bikini and with the idea that I gave them of how to think outside the box, how to evolve the relationship into more of a partnership versus a non-partnership authoritarian type of relationship. So it came down to it is that the dad was like, I realize that, you know, this is where she's at in her life. I just want to keep my baby girl, my baby girl as long as possible. And I don't like seeing her wearing that bikini. If she were to wear that bikini outside the house, I guess if I don't see it, it wouldn't bother me as much, but just in my own house. And when we're out with family, you know, at, at like a trip with our family on the boat, it's, it's embarrassing to me. I feel disrespected because she knows I don't like it. So instead, after our conversation, dad realized that there might be another way to approach this. Instead of drawing a line in the sand saying, you wear that bikini, you're, you're bad. You don't wear it, you're good. We decided that mom was going to take her and take a different approach. Mom was going to pick her up from school and mom would say, you know what? Summertime's coming. You've already brought up the bikini conversation. And instead of what we've done in the past, we realize you're getting older now. And we don't want to control you. We don't want to guilt trip you. We don't want you to think that the religion that we subscribe to is all about control. Because at the end of the day, mom and dad realize that if their daughter's not seeking a relationship with God or a higher power, then they are, you know, in proxy, the representation of God to their daughter. So if they're trying to stop their daughter from using her own freedom, now granted, she's not hurting anyone. The daughter has you know, a lot of, you know, arguments here. It's like, I don't do it to, you know, to be sexual. I do it because my girlfriends are doing it. I think it makes me look pretty and it's fashionable. So what they decided was that the mom was going to take the daughter, pick her up after school and take her to buy a bikini and tell her in the past, this is what we did. Because as you know, this is, you know, our, our morals and what we think is appropriate. But we're realizing now we don't want you to hide things from us. We don't want to be at odds with you, so I'm going to take you to buy a bikini, but instead of buying you a bikini and you get to pick it out, I'm going to buy you two bikinis. And the, the thought and the rationale to this is that she's going to buy her a family bikini and a friend bikini. Now, I did this with a, some clients of mine a long time ago, and, and when it comes up, I, I suggest this with other clients and I give them my reasoning. Basically, what this was is that the mom said, the daughter, the reason why she's counseling with me in the first place is she's had some serious stuff happen in her past 
The daughter did not open up and tell the parents about these hard times she went through because she felt like her parents could not handle the truth because her parents freaked out about her being late to church on time or not wanting to go to church or, you know, leaving her clothes out or, you know, wanting to wear a top that she thought was cute and they thought was scandalous. So the daughter's estimation was that, how can I talk to my parents about deeper, more important things when they flip out and freak out about these things that she thought were trivial or not that big of a deal? I told the parents, if you want your daughter to use you as an open communication of how to handle real life stuff as she gets older, I'm like, the least of your worries will be your daughter wearing uh, you know, a bikini that you don't like. If she's going through life struggles and she feels that she can't come to her parents and get support from you and talk to you about things that she's worried or concerned about, if she has big life decisions to make and she feels that you know, she has to do the opposite of what you want her to do just to get her own autonomy and her own freedom and her own individuality. Well, then that's not a partnership. So the mom decided and the dad decided to be a good idea that she take her to get a friend bikini and a family bikini. The friend bikini is a bikini that she gets to choose and a bikini that she gets to wear like when her girlfriends come over to sit in the hot tub and it's them just hanging out. Or maybe a couple close guy friends, you know, just because she has a lot of her close friends come over to the house. Now, if they're having a family party or a big party with, you know, tons of people there, neighbors are there and stuff like that, she will wear the family bikini. If they go to Lake Powell, if they go on a boat trip uh, to a local lake around here, or um, they're with their parents at the local uh, waterside park, Calabunga, she will wear family if she goes to a girlfriend's house to their pool and hang out with them and there and that's the bikinis that they're okay with their daughter wearing, then she can wear that bikini there. The goal is that the dad wants to feel like the daughter understands that it's hard for him and he's trying to meet her halfway so that if she were to, you know, allow him to not have to see that and for him to be able to wear a bikini that you know, they felt more comfortable with, then that was her way of saying, I respect you guys, I appreciate you guys, and I don't want to ruin this great partnership we have. Then dad, on the other hand, and mom and dad buying her the bikini is them making an effort to say, we're trying to work with you. We have a hard time with this. This is difficult for us, but we don't want you to not come to us and feel like you can be who you, who you are and be open with us. So we will allow you to make the choice on another bikini you wear, um, you know, within reason, like not like a flossy thong bikini, but something fashionable that, you know, something that she wants to wear, but also that she will agree to, you know, get one of those little um, wraparound things around it. So if she's, you know, not that they're going to force to do that, but they're going to buy one for it that matches that so that she can go in and out of the pool and put that on and take it off. Um, the mom is very convinced, by the way, let me refer to someone in the past. I did this with, we did this with another family a couple years ago. Um, this is a very good one. They all worked out great, but this one, especially the daughter after the fact came back and said, you know, what, dad, I know you said I could, you know, I could wear, uh, this bikini around some of my close friends at our house, but I thought about it. I don't want you to come home and just from work. And the first thing you see is my butt. You know, I just don't want our relation to be like that because I don't want you to feel like I'm not respecting you. So I'm going to wear the the family bikini even when I'm allowed to wear the friend bikini at home with just some of my girlfriends. And when I'm out, dad, trust me, I don't want people staring at me all the time. When I'm in and out of the pool, when I'm in the pool and it's jacuzzi, that's one thing. But when I'm just hanging out, I'm just going to wear the little matching skirt that, you know, that mom got me around, uh, around, around myself. So, you know, I feel more comfortable that way. 
The daughter brought this to the dad, brought this to the mom. It was her decision. It was her choice. And she said the reason why she did that is because she just felt like, man, like they went out of their way to get outside of their comfort zone and to meet her halfway. That she says the least she could do for them. And also, too, she said, I don't want the type of attention from gross, perverted men. I just want to feel cute and I want to impress my friends and be attractive. So it was interesting how they were blown away, this family I'm referring to in the past, how blown away they were that she went from hiding it, buying her own, sneaking around to actually being free to wear that more provocative bikini at home with her friends and choosing not to, to not rock the boat or ruffle any feathers because she appreciated what her parents were doing for her. So religion versus reality. This is not about religion, obviously. Um, it's more about reality. I was just using religion as something that a lot of people that listen to this podcast can relate to because we never want our religion to be a representation of punishment and shame. A family today also asked me, they said, hey, you know, our kid doesn't want to go to church, but they want to stay out later. So we let them stay out late. The next morning, they didn't wake up on time to church. We're angry and upset. We gave them the lecture of if you live in my house and this and that, how, you know, we feel so disrespected. We gave you a chance to stay out late because you stayed out late. You know, you took advantage as you slept in. They gave her the full shame trip, made her feel bad. I said, you're really close. What I'd suggest you do, because by the way, this family's been doing really good lately. So they kind of went back to some old patterns. I said, why don't you do it this way? If you go to church with us on Sunday or not, it's up to you. By the way, this family member, she's junior, almost a senior in high school. However, if you go to church with us on Sunday, that next weekend, we will give you longer curfew. Now, the parents were like, well, we kind of did that. And we told her if, if, you, if we let you go out at night and stay out later, then you just agree to come to church with us the next day. I said, well, that was close, but yet a little far because she should earn it first. But they also said in the past, if she didn't go to church with them, they would give her a punishment. Well, they learned from listening to my last time I did this podcast. I said, you never want to punish your kids for not going to church. If you put going to church, now I'm talking about older kids, obviously, right? If you put on going to church as part of their chores and what they have to do, otherwise they receive a punishment, you're making a bad connection for those kids with religion and God. You're telling them if they don't do what God tells them to do, then they are not worthy. Versus if you say, hey, listen, it's your choice. You can go to church. You can not go to church, but we're not going to give you extra for something that we don't have to give you. But we, we appreciate you going to church with us because it makes us feel better. Even if you don't like it or not, we'd like to be there as a family and we'd be so appreciative that we'd even do you a solid to let you stay out later the next weekend for a night. So these are just some examples of how, when I say religion versus reality, how religion is important, especially in many people's lives. It's one of the most important things in their life, if not the most important thing in their life. It's how they run their family. It's their moral fiber. And all that's great. All that's... I, I'm totally for people living that lifestyle because it's proven to give you community and culture and give you a great, you know, great moral standards. And the reality of it is, from my experience working with families, if religion makes its way in between the relationship, 
Now the kids don't get to choose religion. And last time I checked, you get to choose your religion. Yeah, you may be born like, hey, like I'm part Polynesian. I wasn't born part Mormon. I wasn't born part Catholic. I wasn't born part atheist. These are things you discover and you learn. And if you want your kid to have a testimony or your kid to have faith in your church and religion, well, then it's best to give them the opportunity to choose that. And when people feel like religion is a punishment, it makes the choice lean a whole lot more to, I don't have a choice. So therefore, I either surrender my free will and be a part of it, or I step away from it. And now I don't have the support of my family. So it's like, I'm damned if I do, damned if I don't. So partnerships allow your kids as they become young adults and adults to choose to believe, to feel, to come to church, to be a part of it. And that willingness and that freedom and that compliance feels so much better if they do come to church with you because they're not there because they feel like they have to or they're going to be a disappointment to you. They're there for at the worst case scenario, respect for your partnership, for what you've done for them and for your relationship because it means something to you. So therefore in proxy, it means something to them to be there with you. So you guys, hopefully you guys enjoyed that episode. Thank you as always for helping us to light the fight.